Welcome to Rack Chew. If you're as curious as a cat as we are, you can go ahead and follow us over on Twitter and at Facebook at Rag Chew Podcast. I'm Max, and I just found out Chihuahuas are the crackhead of the dog world. <laughs> My name is Kate, and the guy who was eaten by a T-Rex while cowering in fear on the toilet in the 1993 classic hit Jurassic Park, otherwise known as the blood-sucking lawyer by John Hammond, or his actual name of Donald Gerano, is often forgot about. But I wonder what he's up to these days. <laughs> Anyways, we have an additional guest with us here today. Uh, he goes by the name of Eric. Eric, do you care to introduce yourself? Eric, Arcade, I would. Eric, you're not Eric. I'm Eric. Hey, greetings. Uh, my name's Eric, and uh, the problems I'd like to have. In the 1980s, Pablo Escobar's Medellin cartel was spending $2,500 a month on rubber bands just to hold all their cash. Wow, that's that's a fun fact, man. Right? That was a, that's <laughs> a fun, fun fact. fact. You know, <laughs> if I had that kind of money, man, I don't know how my life would change, but it would. Yeah, I guess it depends <laughs> on how you got it. Yeah, I'm sitting here going, hmm, what would I do with all of that money? But I guess we were discussing that last time. So this is a good question for you, Eric, then, I guess. If you won the lottery, what's the what's the first couple of things you would buy or that you would do? Oh, geez. Uh, probably upgrade my apartment because uh, currently I'm living in a sardine can, uh, less than 500 square foot studio apartment. Uh, so I'd, I'd probably do that first. Okay. Uh, but uh, other than you that, there's really not 800 square feet. Hey! <laughs> no, man, I, go, I go live in a high rise downtown. What's up, penthouse? <laughs> Woo! So, Eric, you got a podcast yourself, don't you? Uh, yeah. So, uh, actually, Kate and I do a, a separate uh, Jaguars uh, related podcast. Uh, it's called Jags and Jack, and uh, we have been uh, neglecting on our duties to bring the information to the people lately. But we are coming back here soon. Uh, planning on uh, another. Another episode here in the coming uh, weeks or so. Uh, we haven't nailed down an exact date uh, just because of scheduling purposes. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll be getting back into doing that. Uh, currently, we're doing uh, we're calling games for the Simulation Football League, uh, which is always uh, a fun time. Uh, Kate had uh, a fun little comment on our last our last game that we called yesterday morning. Oh, let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. Uh oh. I'm still uh, kind of beating myself up over this one a little bit because I don't, I have no idea where it came from. But like uh, towards the end, uh, I guess it was, I was, I said, uh, things were flowing real freely, you know, like I was feeling real good. Like the game, it was actually a relatively good game. It was never really out of reach until the very end. And uh, I said something about, yeah, they're just trying to bleed the clock out into the sun. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and then like immediately, like I backed away from the mic and like bit my tongue so hard. I was like, what in the world did I just say? Because that it, people are going to whoever's listening. Hopefully they're not listening. Well, Eric did me a solid and actually jumped in there pretty quickly and started talking about something else. And uh, I, I was like, dude, I am still like, like it's been over. It's been like 36 hours, and I'm still like, I have no idea what's wrong with me. We we were dying at the end. We, we just could not get a grip on why exactly he would say something like that. <laughs> They're be bleeding the clock into the sun. <laughs> yeah. Is that like Icarus flying too close to the sun kind of thing, I guess? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Actually, you know, Max, I brought this story up to you before. I think it was a subconscious thought, so here's where it came from. This is my greatest assumption because i can't begin to try to understand the voice in my head but uh i i told you the story before about the ryan reynolds green lantern movie and like the oh, climax yeah, yeah. yeah the climax to the movie was he like green lantern punched the bad guy into the sun and i think that that's like subconsciously what i was thinking of because i've made fun of that movie in that part for so long uh, so were you hoping maybe. that's how the game would end uh if there was like a, a massive tackle or something like that where the guy got thrown 25 yards and i'd probably make that comment again yeah okay all right all right i'll go with that did i ever tell you by the, the way clock, though, i got a I buddy know. i got a but <laughs> the clock who knows who knows i got a buddy who plays for the jags did i ever tell you that He's an no, offensive didn't. lineman uh Juwan taylor he was a rookie this past season oh yeah um, dude. He's awesome. Him and I actually, uh, we grew up in the same hometown. And funny enough, we went to the same martial arts school um, back in the day. 
And I no see kidding. him all the time posting on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a really, really cool guy. Really humble, too. As soon as he got his rookie contract, he went and uh, paid off uh, some debt for his family and that kind of stuff and bought his mom a new car and his brother a new car and all this other stuff and really, really took care of him. He's a stand-up wow. stand up guy. He's awesome. Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. Like this past year, um, he struggled with, I mean, it's what you'd expect from a rookie, but he struggled with a few holding penalties and things of that nature. But outside of that, like I thought showed a ton of promise for a rookie and is actually the first Florida Gator athlete to be drafted by the Jaguars. I've been excited about, and I don't know how long. So, uh, really, true. I mean, yeah, Fr- I, Freddie T was the last guy that I think that we drafted that we were, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, I, I'm good with that. Yeah, the Jags but, uh, have just had a really bad track record with Florida Gators players. and uh, But I feel really, really good about Juwan Taylor, quite honestly. And I'm not saying that because he's your friend. I swear to God. like I, I, I was the one, It was one of the few um, that I'm just really, really pumped about. Yeah, Eric, you got any thoughts on him? I'm curious. Uh, no, no. I, I always thought the same thing, honestly. Like, uh, you know, my background is I, I graduated from FSU, so I'm a Seminole. Um, and you know, it's in my contract as an FSU alumni to hate everything, Florida, (laughs) literally I signed on the dotted line in blood. It just happened that way. Um, but, uh, no, he's, he's a great, he seems like a great guy. Um, and I, I liked what I saw of him, uh, a lot better than, than Cam Robinson, the other guy that we drafted uh, at a tackle spot the year before. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully he ends up uh, sticking, but that's, that's good to hear that he's actually a good guy on top of everything else. Yeah, he is. Yeah, like I said, I remember growing up with him. You know, what was really funny is back when he was a kid, I mean, I don't know if I want to say this. I don't want to bash him, but he was bigger. He was a big kid growing up. Um, Him and his brother, Jeremy, who I've known both of them for a long time. um, They, uh, he was, Joan was a big kid. And it's interesting now to see him pretty built up because I remember for the longest time, he never was on Facebook or anything um, and then one day he added me and we, I, I never really commented or anything, kept in contact, but I've just kind of watched him, I guess, grow up as we both have. Um, and he's, he's kicked butt, man. I mean, I used to watch him when he played for uh, the Coco Tigers and that kind of stuff. And he was bad ass over there, man. And yeah, I'll say, just watch man, him in a couple of plays. He is. And watch him on a couple of the plays during the, the Jags games. He, he looks good. And I think it's like what you said, it's the holding penalties, but. I think it's just, more it's just getting used to it. Thing. Yeah, it's just getting, yeah. I'm sure you're exactly right. And you know more than we do, but I'm, I'm sure it's one of those like just kind of adjusting to the the speed of the game and uh, taking in all this new information. But what a lot of people don't remember for um, college football guys that go into the NFL is they play their final season. If they do well, they play a bowl game. They go directly into preparing for the combine, which happens in February. They go after after that, they go directly into staying in shape for their pro day, which happens somewhere between February and April. Then they go to the draft in April. Then they start OTAs in May. Then they go through an offseason program all the way up until the end of June. And then they get one month off for the month of July. They're back the end of July and they go right into training camp and their rookie season. So these guys really don't get an opportunity either to rest and get ready. So the rookie season nine times out of 10 for most people is kind of a wash. It's, it's more of a learning opportunity. So it's just one of those things, um, like I said, that people don't think about either. Yeah. I'll say I've, I've never seen it that way. I, I've, I've never thought of all of that until you just explained that it's, I, I guess for a casual fan, you'd never think of that, right? You, you just think, Oh, well, he's just having a sucky season. He's a sucky player, but I mean, that it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it really, really does. Yeah. So, did you guys watch any uh, any of the XFL games? Were you guys watching any of those? Oh yeah, I I know I watched uh, I watched all of them, or at least close to all of them. Anyway, what's your thoughts? I'm curious. What's your thoughts on them? There's it has a lot going for it. It really does. I mean, uh, Kate actually threw out a, a fun little tidbit of info uh, to me the other day, uh, but he was saying that it already made more money than the Alliance of American Football did in like what was it, the seven, eight weeks that it was in existence in really? you know, one weekend? Yeah, so even prior to the entire weekend being complete, so after the Saturday games, they played two Saturday games, and after the two Saturday games, they had already surpassed the revenue of the entire season of the AAF. What? Yeah. It's just wow. mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. But uh, as far as, like, the the product on the field, like, it's, it's very uh, – it's – it looks like it's, uh, and I've seen it described this way a couple different times. It's NFL light. Like that's basically what you're getting. 
is it, it's geared more towards fans that want to see basketball on grass, essentially. Uh, they want to see you go up and down the field. They want to see a ton of points scored. They want to see uh, the big flashy plays like, uh, you know, two forward passes are allowed on one given play. Um, there's a kickoff rule that is uh, really weird when you first see it. But once you think about it, you're like, OK, uh, it allows for the returner to really kind of uh, excel a little bit more and uh, possibly get bigger returns and things like that. Um, really, there were only uh, I, th- I think there was there was one game for sure that was low scoring. Um but there were at least two on the weekend, at least half of the games were very high scoring. Um, like the, over the, the uh, over under that they gave on the game. And it was, just, it was extremely fun to watch. I enjoyed it uh, from what I saw of it. What do you think, Ed? Yeah. I mean, like I didn't catch, uh, I didn't catch as much as you did. I caught uh, a couple pieces uh, from a few different games. I plan to be a little more involved in that next weekend. Hopefully, um, but uh, I thought it was fun. I'm a huge fan of the kickoff, and I think that that's something that the NFL will probably steal because they've been looking for a resolution to the kickoff without really trying to get rid of it because I think it's too exciting to get rid of. You know, like it's one of those things that um, it can change the dynamic of a game really quickly with a kickoff. And uh, it's for safety reasons, they've tried to change a few things, but I think that the way the XFL has configured it is a way for uh, it encourages excitement, but at the same time, it thinks about the safety of some of these players because they're only about uh, 10 yards away from each other starting as opposed to um, the huge amounts of speed they're able to build right now with the way it's set up in the NFL. So uh, that's probably the biggest thing I've taken away that I've really enjoyed uh, the option to go for one, two, or three after a touchdown's fun. Nobody went for three yes. this weekend, but it was like three for eight on the two point conversion, so that was fun. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was exciting. There was lots of good games. Once again, Florida seems like they've ended up with a trash team. So, uh, that's what a surprise! Not, not yeah, it's not unusual. I told Eric, I think I'm going to follow St. Louis just because I like their quarterback and I think their uniforms are pretty neat. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was actually pretty good. I, I, I liked it. I'll say so. I watched the uh, the first game. What was it? Um, uh, who was it? DC and Seattle. Yes, I watched um, DC and Seattle. So I'm a Seahawks fan. So I was like, I guess I'll give it a shot. And I'll say it was a fun game. It was it was a fun game. I will say the one thing I really enjoyed about watching it was it was nice to see faces that you've never seen before or that were just in the college circuit. And uh, not to say didn't get I don't want to say amount to much but didn't get to the NFL sounds nicer and it was really nice I thought it was really cool to kind of see something new something refreshing but at the same time I'll say I loved the intensity of the game I mean there were hits there were rules there were some good plays I mean there was not a lot of flags called and that's why this season I think I've mentioned it in prior podcasts I haven't been watching it as much the flags have just pissed me off it's been way too many. It slows down the game. The game is already kind of slow enough. Very so many commercial breaks. Do like a lot this year in the NFL. Yeah, well, and that's why I'm like, it was nice to see something that was different, but at the same time went kind of back a little bit to the good classic kind of football that we all kind of enjoyed watching. And it was nice to see some heavy hits and some good ones. And I don't know, like you said, I enjoyed the high scoring and it was fun. Um, could I see myself watching a little bit more? Yeah, a little bit, but I wouldn't say I'm going to be the next XFL fan. I mean, I will say I, I wanted to support the Orlando Apollos. I thought it was going to be really cool. I number one, loved the logo and the colors. Yeah. And I Florida just, finally got a good team out. and then they folded the league. Yes. Oh, it was so disappointing, but yeah. What are you going to do? Right. They, what are you going to do? The champions though. They were the champions. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's see, Cade. What are you thinking? Should we uh, should we let Eric rant a little bit? I think we should make Eric start us off on a little ragtag rant. Yeah, Ooh. I agree. I think that'll be fun. I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear what he's all upset about today. All right, boys, ladies, germs, gents, everything in between. Uh, what grinds my gears currently is the fact that everyone is in a tizzy over the Super Bowl halftime show. Now, I understand that there is, you know, some sort of gray area with, you know, uh, I I don't don't like the performers. I didn't like the type of music. You know, they were. okay. fine. 
there is an Ohio man out here, guys, that plans to sue the NFL for $867 trillion. That's trillion with a T. Uh, over this halftime show and his quotes in his little Facebook rants on here are, are laughable, honestly. Um, but uh, part of the quote was uh, he's there. The NFL is pandering pornography uh, and is contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh my now, God. I hadn't heard that piece. Oh, uh, Lord. God. I'm sorry. I, I, now, guys, gals, if you have kids out there, like, uh, you know, I don't have any kids, so it's very easy for me to kind of Monday morning quarterback this. But if you don't want your kids to see something on the TV, you want to know what the easy part is, uh, go into the other room. Go into the other room until I tell you it's time to come out. You know, that's that's what happened. With, I remember as a kid, I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark with my folks, the Indiana Jones. And anyone who's seen this movie, guys, I, I'm pretty sure both of you guys have seen this movie. Is this the face melting? The face melting yep. scene, yes. <laughs> but my folks, every time it got to that face melting scene, they were like, oh, cover your eyes. Do not open them until I tell you to open them. And I, of course, me being respectful of my parents, I was like, okay, no problem, mom. I'll go ahead and I'll cover my eyes. No problem. And then that was it. And then as I got older, I saw this scene and I was like, oh, holy crap. Jeez, no wonder they had me cover my eyes as a kid. So that's basically what I'm getting at here, guys, is, is you are all grown adults. And for those of you in charge of the little humans, you have complete. That is what it is. You are in charge of the little humans. So push them away. Take them to another room. Get them a sandwich. Get them something, get you know, while... While the the pretty Latina ladies are off shaking their their tiddly bits on on live national TV, but for those of us that actually enjoy watching it and enjoy the music, ah, woo, then we will go ahead and watch it. Huh? I like it. Huh? Yeah. No, I, that was that was a good point. You know, I remember when I was a kid, my mom telling me, you know, like, hey close your eyes you idiot you know right and, and i i think with a couple times we watched a couple of the movies i would uh when i was younger i would keep my eyes shut because i was scared then as i got older i was like nah i'm gonna like peek in between them and then like you said it's like that oh, it's like you know you made me think of um uh oh my gosh Raider, uh, indiana jones and the Tip temple of doom yes where he pulls out the heart kalima oh god kalima yes. i yes. remember my mom being like close your eyes no <laughs> looking back on it i'm so glad i closed my eyes as a you know six-year-old child uh, right no kidding and that's and that's what it is that's what makes it so mind-numbing to me is that like you are the adults you are in charge just tell the kids up cover your eyes or up go in the other room or go do something else for the 10 15 minutes that they're doing this halftime show yeah Don't either make cover your this... eyes or just put the puppy bowl on you know Right. Don't make, this the, <laughs> don't make this the NFL's problem. This is the NFL's problem that you guys don't know how to turn away. Come on. Well, and, you know, I'll say the big thing I, I'm going to rant about today is I, I think it's frustrating that parents nowadays, and, and I'm, I'm with you, Eric, and, and I, I don't have kids. I don't have kids yet. Hoping one day I will. But as of right now, I don't have kids. And parents nowadays are either they're complaining so much that everything else is wrong. And I feel like that's something going on. I don't know if it's a generation thing uh, where parents or, or people nowadays are, com are complaining and offended by everything. And that's something that frustrates the living crap out of me. I think it's really stupid that people out there can't just suck it up and, and move on. Now, don't get me wrong. I think some of it is people are vocal about it via social media or whatever else or posting their opinions like people actually care because I don't think anyone gives a f but in all reality, people are going out there and, and putting out their opinions and whatever else and saying they're offended by literally everything. And I think parents nowadays or people or I don't care who are, are, are taking things just too extreme. I think they're they're blaming everything on someone else and, and someone else's problems rather than their own. And half of that comes back to you're a sucky or crappy parent. Now, I understand once again, I'm not a parent. 100%. I, I'm not. And I'll fess up to that. So maybe I'll I'll become one of those complaining ever offended persons, I guess, as I get older. But I just think it's it's really stupid that everyone nowadays has to, I don't know, have some cause to push or find something to complain about. It's like, do you have nothing else in your life? You have a child to take care of. You have something to take care of. 
shut your mouth and just enjoy it. You know, I, I don't know. I, I hate nowadays that everyone's complain complaining or, or, or something. I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's it's a it's a situation where where people are more vocal about it. But at the same time, I don't I don't care. I don't care if you're more vocal about it. Shut your mouth. We before Facebook existed, did you keep these opinions inside of your head or did you say them out loud? Because I'm pretty positive you didn't. No, hundred percent. I'm going to tag off you just to, I, I just want to add on to that and it, I'll get on to my own subject in a second. But based off of what you said, I think it's honestly, I think it's people looking for validation. I don't know if it's like something that where like in real life, they feel like their voice doesn't get heard. So they go online and complain about, you know, things that don't matter. But um, it feels to me and, and what bugs me more than anything is there's people out there who uh, they found like a generation to blame things on. Like it's like, oh, the millennials this and the millennials that. And it's like, I think what bugs me the most about that is that it's it's most of the people who say or complain about millennials doing this or millennials doing that. They find the negative in it, but they are also exactly what they complain about. And I'll use it as an example. There's a gentleman that I work with who shall not be named uh, for the protection of all around us. Oh, um, man. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, but he complains uh, a lot about, and he uses the direct words like I, I don't like millennials because of X, but he, um, doesn't necessarily, I don't think he realizes he's doing the exact thing he complains about, but he complains about other people. Like, I don't like this guy because he's loud and obnoxious yet. He's the exact same way. Um, and he, I mean, he's what they're going to say is they're boisterous and they're standing up for themselves. And that's, that's not what it is. Yeah, I, it's not what it is at all, and it, it it bugs me that, like, I don't care if you complain about whoever doing whatever, you know, like, it's, if anybody does anything, it's, um, it's their business, you know, it's, uh, if you're, if you're a lazy piece of crap, then so be it, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> get the nasty taste out of my mouth, <laughs> I feel like my, uh, my actual rant doesn't necessarily stack up to uh, what you guys have thrown down on the table here, but I'm gonna go for it anyways, Hope that's all right. Anyways, let's so, hear it. Throw it down. This past weekend, ladies and gents, I uh, I had the pleasure of kind of organizing and cleaning up my toolbox in the garage. Um, uh, through a lot of, you know, there was a lot of crap. I guess they was in there. They didn't need to be in there, and was in the wrong place. There were screwdrivers in the top drawer, and screwdrivers in the bottom drawer, and screwdrivers in every drawer. And it just, it stuff like that. Like I'm not OCD. I don't like to think like if you looked at my room right now, you would agree that that's not the case. Uh, but I do like things semi-organized and uh, people who don't put things back where they belong, which I, I'm not going to lie to you, have been guilty of before, but put that thing back where it came from or so help me. Exactly. <laughs> but so like, help me, uh, so help me. I, I like organize this whole thing and then like, uh, you know, my wife, sweet Patty, who's probably going to listen to this and, and give me a hard time afterwards. And, and her dad um, were joked with me the rest of the day, like, oh, what drawer was that in? I put it back in the other drawer and it's like strikes a nerve, man. I'm like, I just cleaned that motherfucking tool chest. Don't put it back <laughs> in the wrong place. Like it was like my eye twitched. I felt like every single time that I heard him like uh, say something like that. Maybe they like kept messing with me the rest of the day. But like, I don't know, man. Like if you got it from somewhere, just put it back where you found it. I don't really think it's that hard organization and knowing where things are. You know, it's just uh, it just drives me nuts, especially like when I go somewhere. Like if we're visiting family or something like that, and I go over and like everything's in complete disarray. I'm like. You're a f-ing pig. <laughs> but what do you live in a sty? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> shoot, man. But anyways, uh, that's that's really all I had to complain about. It just because it was a real world experience this past weekend. You know, it's like just good grief. That's uh, no kid. Well, it, it, and I'm not the cleanest person on the planet either. Um, but I 100% agree with you that. Even though I'm not maybe the cleanest person, I at least have places for everything. So, like, I know where I'm putting things. And I can't stand, uh, like, especially when it comes to, like, important items, uh, like IDs and wallets and things like that, where people are like, oh, well, I, I lost my ID or, oh, I lost my wallet. 
you know, I'm like, how do you, how do you lose something important like that? Like, I, I know exactly where I stick my wallet every day I get home from work. I stick it right there. I hang my keys on the little hanger by the door. Like, I, I don't ever lose any of these things. How do you lose these things? You know, I, I'm, I'm with you. you. There's no video here, but let me tell you, the entire time I'm sitting here nodding along as you're sitting there talking, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm expressing this very quietly, but it's true, man. Like, I'm, I'm the same way. I set stuff where it goes. And my wife, my, my wife, I know 100% is going to be listening. I love you. Um, I... I have places for things that she does not like those places, those things being put in those places, but that is my mind's way of going. I We're know it's here every items, single right? time. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I set my wallet down or something, or I set my phone down, you know, somewhere and it's the same place every single time, but yet it may not be, you know, convenient to her that I set my wallet right there, but that's the place I'm going to remember it goes, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, I think for me, I'm not OCD either, but at the same time, I'm, I, I don't think I'd get annoying to you, Cade, but I think I would get frustrating just because I go, mm, this looks like a good spot. And I'll remember it's right here. You know? <laughs> well, listen, I mean, it's one of the, but like, I think I mean more so like if there's already like a designated spot, like you're not just creating a new spot. So like, or if you create a new spot and then that's been designated the spot, then it's like, okay, that's where it belongs. That's where it goes. As opposed to just like, I know this goes in this drawer, but you know what? I'm too lazy to pull down three inches further and open that drawer. I'm just going to throw it in this drawer. You know, like that, that's what really twerks my Urkel, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at that point, it's just laziness. It's not... You know, it's not like, oh, I didn't like exactly what I said, like, oh, I'll remember this is here versus it's just laziness at that point that you weren't looking or doing. I don't know. Like you said, returning it back to where it belongs. Facts. Put the thing back where it came from or so help me. So help me back or so help me. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I know a subject everybody loves talking about is their uh, their exes. (laughs) <laughs> and all my exes live in texas no i'm kidding they don't but wouldn't that have been great to fit along with the song no um i so i found this interesting article uh i think some people might have heard about this because i think it was going i don't want to say viral on social media but i think it kind of got around at one point um it's from the alp L- 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 I god what's wrong with me whenever i name cities i can literally <laughs> like last time i said des moines I, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like every time I say city, <laughs> El Paso, and this isn't even a hard one. The El, the El Paso Times. Uh, so the El Paso Zoo uh, is having a opportunity where you can name a cockroach after your ex, and on oh Valentine's God. Day, they're gonna feed it to an animal. So like, um, uh, I'll read it here. Not feeling much love as Valentine's Day nears. El Pasoans, El Pasoans. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's scratcher to me. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> sure, we'll have not? three days in which they can name a cockroach after their ex and have it fed to an El, uh, animal at the El Paso Zoo. Uh, basically, it's going from the 14th through the 16th. It's called the Quit Bugging Me campaign, um, and apparently, it was a tremendous hit last year, which is really interesting. But they're feeding Madagascar hissing cockroaches, which are frozen. Uh, to things such as uh, a meerkat. Meerkats aren't the only animals that'll get a munch on these crunchy animals. So it looks like um, we're including animals from all over the zoo. Anyone can eat a cockroach. We'll be getting a cockroach. Uh, so if you'd like to, I guess this is going to be after Valentine's Day, but uh, there's literally no fee. It's just you submit a name and they will name it. I don't know if they like say it out loud going like, hey, this one's for Jessica, and you feed it to the animal. You know, I would, I would hope they have like know. an entire ceremony, right? Right, hundred like percent, like, like live broadcast on like the internet. Like, oh, here comes Jessica Beale, you know, for whoever <laughs> dated her before Justin Timberlake did. It's like that's my ex. <laughs> Screw that B word. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I don't think I've ever like. I'm, I'm lucky. I got along with all of my exes in the end. Like I, I did, like in the end, we all, except for one, um, 
but it's always the one. There's always <laughs> one. <laughs> always the one, sir. I mean, you know, we all have these exes that do weird things. I actually had an ex. She had a really weird fetish where she liked to dress up as herself and act like a bitch all the time. Badoons. <laughs> <laughs> mine like i had no problems but i mean like actually there's there's a couple of them I'm, I'm friends with i guess but there's like two or three more that i guess i'm acquaintances with than one that just like does not associate with me at all um but i don't know i don't i, I what i don't know if i would have her name put on a uh on a cockroach and fed to a meerkat <laughs> I, I gotta I, I gotta agree on that like I, you know mainly it's just laziness on my part but like i don't i don't know i don't hate my ex any of my exes really um i mean my most recent one we butted heads quite a bit uh as Cade certainly well knows she will remain nameless but uh knows he knows exactly crazy. who i'm talking about crazy uh, well yeah um but, you know, I'm not going to go out and I'm not going to name a cockroach after her and watch her get eaten by a giraffe. Like, you know, it's it's that's not <laughs> anything. <laughs> that's not anything that interests me. Like, it, it's just not anything I would ever think to do, whether it's free or it's a five dollar fee or whatever the case may be. You know, I, I don't know if it's like a I don't know. I feel like this comes off as rude, but. I feel like if you have if you have that, you have serious problems like <laughs> You you hate someone so much that you're like no 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 I want to name a disgusting bug after you he and I want to ruin my eat life and he's yes. going to get eaten by I'm an like, animal yeah and they have feeding schedules so they have on here from the El Paso Times they literally have uh, feeding schedules of like ocelots and skinks and orangutans and rhinoceros anybody who can eat these things. So that if you really wanted to go there, you could watch them feed the cockroach. So it's like, would you really sit there and like scheme? Like, no. oh, I think that one's Jessica. Goodbye. Like, <laughs> if it takes if it takes that kind of act for you to feel better about the situation, you're clearly harboring some feelings that go way beyond this person. No kidding. Golly. Yes. Like you got to have. I mean, I don't want to say you got something wrong with you, but you got something wrong with you. There's like, a screw loose somewhere. I <laughs> like, agree. Wow. Like, I can't believe someone would go through with that. I, I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm not, I'm not even a bug guy to start with. So the, the thought of them freezing these giant, because I know how big these Madagascar cockroaches are. Uh, Is this a I, common knowledge thing for you, Eric? Or uh, Well, I, I, I've been to zoos where they put them in, in little exhibits. So like ah, I, okay. I see that the hissing cock, and I know how big they are. They're, they're big MFers. Like, they're not, they're not small. Um, but the fact of them, uh, the, the the thought of them freezing them, and then oh, well, this one's for a little Susie Q. Johnny pissed you off. Here you go, giraffe. <laughs> you know, it's it just it, it, sorry. I, I don't have that much time out of my day to make to sure that uh, the validation is there that my ex got eaten. Like, sorry. Can't can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not into that. Kate, would, would you name a cockroach after an ex? Nah, I'm kind of with Eric. Like, I'm, I'm like, uh, I don't know if lazy is the right word. Like, I know I'm lazy, but I'm, I'm more uh, along the lines of like when I'm done. Like, I just kind of want to be past it, right? Like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to go back to it. I just am very focused on if it was, especially if it was a negative experience. I'm like, nope. I just want to pretend that person doesn't exist anymore. Like, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think naming a cockroach and feeding it to an animal at a zoo. It's going to make me feel better. Like, oh, yeah, he's really chopping that B word up, man. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's uh, a riveting entertainment. Dude, that's uh, yeah, that's not quite. That's not really what gets me going, if you know what I'm saying. So. Look out, stomach. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be a hard pass for me. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take a hard pass there. Yeah, I don't know. That's a little much, a little much. Yeah, they're just, I so, think they're uh, just capitalizing on the market with the whole thing truth be told but well that's right marketing it is. oh yeah it's fantastic i mean I, I think that's really smart it's probably going to get a lot of more people to think about the zoo but i don't know especially if you're not making money off of it i think they should do like a donation thing like a dollar donation you get to do it because they'd probably make a good amount of revenue from that alone you know i would think right but apparently not apparently not so this is an odd question because I had something happen to me recently that I guess links to this that I'll I'll explain later. But have either one of you 
I don't want to say like a serious crime, but have you ever been a victim of a crime or have you ever seen like a major crime occur? Um, um Eric, go first. I, no I pressure. know. I, well, my, my ex, I was, I was with my ex downtown one night. Oh, I thought this was going to go to, was she and, really that crazy? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Woo. Whew, not like that. Max is like uh, eyes wide open. I'm sure, like waiting for something. <laughs> like, why didn't you tell me about this in the last story? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, would you have Jeffrey Dahmer as a girlfriend? Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I was I was with her downtown one night, and uh, we were bar hopping, and she has um, and, and I'm sure you guys have seen these the, the little wrist wallets, basically. Um, sure. Where yeah, there's a little like opening, and you slide your wrist through it, and it's it's your wallet basically. So it's got all your stuff in it. It's a little little purse thing basically. But um, we were walking downtown, and some guy on a bike just literally just yanked it right on off her wrist. What? And uh, yeah, and uh, it had her ID and like everything in it. I I, I could not believe it. But uh, needless to say, that the night was uh, pretty much ruined at that point. But um. Yeah, it was it was crazy to to witness that and to see like oh geez like what is what what just happened like was that really what was going on? Did you like catch it? I guess did you like was it one of those things to where it took a second for you to be like what the heck? I I didn't because I saw him coming, but like anyone who's been to downtown Orlando like knows that it's full of a bunch of hobos garbage so yeah so yeah, it's you not know fun to go down there because of that truth be told but I, I, absolutely 100 percent. so you know when you see a bunch of you know uh, scraggly people that are riding around on bikes you know you just kind of you don't think twice about it um but this guy was you know he was riding pretty close to the sidewalk that we were walking on and uh i was i was ahead of my ex and i think she was there i think it was a night that we were there with her best friend um so they were talking i was walking ahead and all of a sudden she makes like a noise or something to that effect. And I turn around and I see the, the, the bike guy just like to take off down the road. And I mean, there's no way that I can catch up with him at that point. But, uh, you know, she basically was like, no, he took my wallet. And I'm sitting here like, no, there's no way that was really what happened. Like it was, it was crazy. A crazy moment. Wow, man. I would have never, I would have never thought of that. So was he homeless or the the person, whomever homeless? I would assume as much. He was, from what I saw of him, like it wasn't, he was very scraggly looking. Like he wasn't uh, well-kempt. And I'm uh, assuming this was at night. It was definitely a night, yes. Okay. Um. So yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, there's there's not really much you can do when it's it's that type of situation. Like what, what are the cops going to do? Like comb the streets for every hobo that looks like they took something? <laughs> like, you know. Did you get a good description? Well, he was scraggly and riding a bike. <laughs> yeah. Well, you narrowed down at least the hipster crew. Yeah, you, you narrowed down hipsters and hobos. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that that was the closest thing uh, that is that. Oh, and and I accidentally shoplifted a twelve pack of beer one time. But other than that, whoa! <laughs> whoops. <laughs> So, uh, whoever's looking for Eric, uh, don't worry. We can give you an address as long as I get five hundred bucks. Ooh, all right, crime stoppers. Out of this, yeah. They get a thousand. <laughs> we'll split it. <laughs> <laughs> Cade, what about you? You got any? Uh, you got any interesting stories on that? Uh, not anything like uh, to that extent. I, I don't think. Like, uh, honestly, the the best thing I can really think of as far as experiencing or being a victim. It's not, I mean, gosh, it was probably, I was probably 14. I came, uh, I was, well, 14 or 15. I was living in Louisiana at the time and I was spending the summer back with my mom and uh, we had gone to the store and she had uh, an Isuzu rodeo at the time with the tire on the back. And uh, as we walked out of BJ's, like some jerk off was like cutting open with like a knife, the freaking, uh, the, the the wrap on the tire like because he was gonna i assume he was planning to steal the tire that's what, what? i assume what was going on yeah that's, that's just the wait, way wait, that... wait he was cutting the back tire off of the back of the rodeo yeah yeah but there's like a you know how there's like a cover that goes over the back tire he was like cutting the cover off so he could get to the bolts and try to get it off the car because he was just gonna steal the tire that was on the car 
and do God knows what with a single tire, except for probably sell it for like drug money. I don't know. But yeah, like I remember walking out and my mom's like, he's like, she's like, hi, that's my effing car. And then, (laughs) and he just kind of like looked at her like shell shocked. Like we didn't know what was going on. And then he just started running. Like he didn't even like protest it or anything. And, uh, yeah, that, that's about the only thing like that I've ever been a part of, but I just thought it was a very interesting situation. Cause at the time I'm like, what, what the hell just happened? I, I could definitely see your mom saying something like that, by the way, <laughs> dude, she's been, she's crazy. Like, yeah, I, I'll tell you this actually, as far as I, that was me being a part of it, but my mom, uh, who, uh, she was actually robbed, um, probably a couple of years ago. I think it was at her apartment. What? She was, yeah, she was outside talking to one of her neighbors. And uh, some guy came up and pointed a gun in her face. And if you know my mom, Whoa. this this won't surprise you that much. But he pointed a gun at her and said, give me your purse. And she said, no, uh, f- you. And uh, <laughs> that and sounds she, right. Yeah, right. And so <laughs> I was like, when she told me that later on, I'm like, are we you trying to get killed? Like, geez. <laughs> and she was like, no, I wasn't giving him anything. And she, uh, so he grabbed her purse anyways and like pushed her into the bushes, which was like, you know, it was, it was, it was a little upsetting, but it was, you know, my mom just being a hard ass. Like she always has been my entire life. She was like, I can't have nothing. (laughs) So so gun in her face and everything, man, she still told him no. And and, uh, I thought that was funny, uh, after the fact, but yeah, that's, uh, if you know my mom, yeah, like you said, Eric, that you could hear her saying it. It's it's not really too terribly I, surprising. I can hear it in her voice in my head currently. <laughs> I'm yeah. a bad chick. You can't kill me. Heck oh no. God. Heck no. <laughs> I think for me, so recently, uh, this guy was, I, so I, uh, this was. Uh, Use your words. Okay. Use your how words. Do I, uh, yeah, I'm on. like, how do I say this? <laughs> how do I say this? So whatever jerk this was that did this. So I, I have never had, you know, I'm going to knock on wood here. So if you hear it in the background, that's me knocking on wood. Um, I had my card skimmed and it's never happened to me before other than this. And I, I know exactly where it occurred because I only bought two things that day. And one was at Chick-fil-A and I know for sure it didn't happen at the Lord's Chicken. So there's no way. <laughs> Not but a chance. I went to the speedway that morning and I went to go get gas and I used my card on the gas pump. You know, and I and I thought, oh, it's gonna be protected because I'm using the chip or whatever. And in this pump, I, I guess come come to learn later, because you're still inserting your card into it and it's reading the chip, it still picks up like your your magnetic strip or whatever. Right. Even though. So the chip literally did nothing for it, which was awesome to find out later. But anyhow, um, and they ended up using. So it was really weird. I got this inkling of a thought later on that day in the afternoon. And we were actually getting close to leaving. It was about like 430 and I was getting ready to leave work. And I was like, I, I don't know. I should check my bank account. And, and I looked down and I had seen they had used it at this quick lube plus or whatever, which I assume is some tire shop or whatever, unless it's something else that I don't, that, you know, it's completely different than a tire shop. Hey, um, <laughs> and, uh, they had used it there. It looked like, and apparently come to find out what they'll do is they'll test to see if you notice it on your account. Like they'll do a small charge like that. And then if you don't notice it, what they'll do is then like a day later, they'll just slam your card. Well, lucky that guy didn't know I had $56 on my card anyhow, so it ah. didn't make a difference. So at that point, I just had 25 so he would have gotten real far with that one. But uh, I was like, what a jerk. And so I ended up calling to the gas station. I was like, yo, uh, I think you got a skimmer. And they were like, okay. And literally, they were like, thanks for letting <laughs> oh, us know. They were and I was thrilled, like, I'm sure. Yeah, well, it was like one of those things where I was like, okay, like, fantastic. You know, awesome. Yeah, that's exactly what I needed. But in their mind, I bet they were like, your money's federally insured. Don't worry. You'll get your money back. Like, you'll be fine. Yeah, you were but, just uh, trying to give them a heads up. Yeah, that's what it was. I was just like, let me give you a heads up. Let me let you know. I was like, this is exactly the pump it's on. I said, for some reason, I remember the number, but it, this is what it was. And and I think my card was skimmed there because that was the only other place I went to, which was a lie. I went to the Lord's Chicken, too. But um, 
And then the only other thing that I've seen, I guess, major is I saw a bank robbery once, which is really interesting. Wow. So I wasn't there at the time, but like I um, so I used to live in a Koi and I was across the street and I was <laughs> me and my fat self. I was going through the the drive through of McDonald's. <laughs> So not the and orange chicken around. this day, but McDonald's. No, 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 no. It was McDonald's <laughs> this day. And uh, I went through and, um, wow, man, it sounds like all I eat is junk food now. Wow, that just clicked <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I'm eating salmon tonight, if anyone's wondering. It's the healthiest fish um, around. Okay, so everyone back off. Back and um, I, I pulled in, and I remember I pulled around, and I remember like looking so right across the street from this McDonald's, was this bank it was like a first federal bank or whatever i don't know and um and i saw a ton of cops and they started posting up across the street and stuff too and i was like huh i wonder what's going on so i got curious and uh my like 18 year old self was like let me turn on my police scanner so i turned on the police scanner app on my phone and i was able to hear they had a bank robbery so what they they ended up having like 26 cars I mean, probably less it looked like 15 or 16 maybe that had surrounded the entire bank and they had no. like AR15s they had Ooh. shotguns and everything like they were prepped man and i was like oh my lord they had this entire place surrounded so what i decided to do is post up with my uh with my truck and sit there and look uh from across the street at the uh the bank robbery going on with my Big Mac in hand, I sat and watched for about <laughs> 20 minutes or so and was listening on on the uh, police scanner. And it was really interesting. I mean, they eventually ended up catching the guy. The guy ended up coming out and surrendering because at that point, I mean, you're surrounded. It's not yeah, like, like what do you, aside from like, blowing your own head off, I mean, what are you going to do? Right. You're not going anywhere. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. And then uh, it ended, ended up ending. And I noticed the cops kept looking over at me like, what is this guy doing? And there I am just eating a Big Mac inside they of my probably truck. probably thought you were the getaway the driver. Like, just well, that's like, what well, I was thinking. I was like, I'm probably himself. looking really... <laughs> I probably look really suspicious on the side of the road going, huh, you man, could, that looks interesting. He starts <laughs> talking into his watch. His watch. He starts talking into his watch like, Operation Kurt Cobain, blow your head off. <laughs> <laughs> it is time. It's time, yeah. That was insensitive, but oh well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I that was that, and I've had my, uh, my car, uh, what's it called? Somebody was pulling door handles one night and I forgot to lock my car in my old apartment complex. And it wasn't even like a bad apartment complex. I guess some kids had just gone through and they pulled door handles and they, uh, eventually mine was open and they stole, get ready for this. Can you guess? Nope. It's an iPhone cord. That was oh, literally the only thing oh that was, inside. and I was like, what of all things like it, there was no money in there. I was like, it, first of all, I knew they weren't professionals cause they didn't take like registration or anything. So they weren't looking for identity theft to sell it off to. Cops apparently ended up finding them, funny enough, at a McDonald's right, oh right down the road. From me. <laughs> I wasn't place. there this time. <laughs> and uh, they like, I guess, tackled these two kids and they had stolen. I remember because I ended up calling the cops the next day and they ended up coming out and dusting for fingerprints. And they're like, we're probably not going to find anything. But they uh, they like tackled uh, the kids over in the. <laughs> McDonald's parking lot, and they had uh, a 24 pack of water, a bunch of iPhone cords, uh, and they had like some change that was sitting inside <laughs> of people's drawers. So that was literally it. I was like, why did you do that? Clearly, just they had the priority stuff. They really hit <laughs> yeah, the big time, like, it sounds what? like. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a big sting there. They got them, you know? But I remember I asked them, I was like, so am I going to get my iPhone cord back? And they're oh, like, God. is there anything identifying about your iPhone cord? And I was like, it's a regular iPhone cord. They're like, no. And I said, it's okay, got a single well, black mark you. on it somewhere. I don't know. You find <laughs> yeah, it. That's what they said. They were, and they literally told me they were like, next time, put like an M or something like that on it, just oh, so get the hell out it does get stolen. They're like, we can recognize it. And I was oh, like, oh, jeez. Okay, thanks. No, rick yeah. ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous, I say, Maxwell. <laughs> Oh, well eric uh, i think it's been good getting to know you man hanging out on the podcast a little bit uh is there anything you want to add for us uh kind of finish us off around here uh yeah absolutely i, I enjoyed you guys having me i appreciate you guys having me on um 
you know, hopefully uh, I can come back uh, if you guys will have me because this was definitely a good time. Um, but uh, I am on Twitter at uh, it's my first and middle name backwards. So it's uh, uh, Elixir. It's E-L-Y-K-C-I-R-E. Um, and you can find me on Twitter that way. Uh, like I said earlier, Cade and I are doing uh, games for the Simulation Football League. You can find them uh, on simulationfl.net. Uh, all information on how to join them or watch our games, things like that. That's all located there. So feel free to check us out there. And uh, yeah, that, like I said, this was a good time. Hopefully we can do this again. Yeah, we appreciate you coming out. Uh, you know, like I said, everybody go listen to the Jags and Jack po- podcast. Uh, when you guys get a chance, it's, it's a good time. I've listened to a couple episodes myself. Um, and yeah, go follow him over on Twitter. Cade, you got anything uh, in your in your back pocket there for us? Well, matter of fact, boys, I got a little something to finish this show off here. Uh, now that I'm bleeding from the ears. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little out on that one. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, no, it was, it, was, uh, it was a fun time, man. It was good. I uh, had fun uh, chitty-chatting with you boys. And uh, just remember, folks, your limitation is only your imagination. I hope uh, quotes. everybody uh, enjoys their, you know, Evening, afternoon, morning, time of day, whatever time of day it is. Never give up on yourself. That's all I got to say. Wow, that was beautiful. God, I got really deep all of a sudden. Jeez. It always does. Listen, the end of these podcasts, Ooh. Eric, they always get deep. Cade's quotes always coming in handy on the back end there. Thanks God. for joining us here on Cade's Quotes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, y'all. Once again, uh, go give us a follow over on Twitter and on Facebook at Ragchew Podcast. And, uh, and yeah, we'll be uh, talking to you soon. So, uh, bye. Leave me alone. Wow. <laughs>